to another episode of the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. We have a uh, discussion planned around the UPSL to get into here in a little bit. We're just waiting on uh, our guest, John Rexrope, to join us. So we'll get into that conversation uh, here in a little bit, but let's kick off uh, tonight's show. Uh, how you doing there, Rafa? Good, good. Good evening. Last day of vacation. I saw that man on the uh, the Facebook today. Is, does somebody have their volume up? I did. Okay. Last day of vacation. Getting back to the grind tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Ready for the uh, school year to start back up and everything. Summer vacation is over for the teachers and the students. I know the parents are ready for it to be over, but I'm sure you are not. So I'm ready. <laughs> Harry's got his uh, his two little ones that are, are are getting at him. How are you doing this evening, Harry? Uh, tired, exhausted. Been working lots of hours, but I got one more long day, and then uh, next week we're going to be heading to St. Louis. So kind of looking forward to that trip to see what the midwest is but uh it should be an interesting show uh we got some uh, upsl major news uh at least that affects the san antonio area uh we got a couple of congratulations that we need to provide uh, one to uh, florida tropics for winning the uh, upsl men's fall season or spring season pardon me uh up there in the Fort Worth area, although I don't really think it was weather preferred as Fort Worth, but that's a separate discussion uh, for that here. So congratulations to them. Um, and uh, then it was Sporty winning the uh, UPSL Central Conference uh, women's uh, division, uh, the very first one over Samba. And then all hell broke loose. Uh, you know, the, the next morning, well, I don't even know if it was the next morning, uh, that uh, that John broke the news, but uh, uh, we'll hold off on that for a couple minutes. And uh, if he doesn't uh, arrive, I got it here to where I can read uh, his um, uh, you know his press release out uh, for that here. So uh, a lot of juicy and interesting topics inside of it that we won't address all this tonight here. But uh, I'm assuming over the uh, course in the next couple of weeks, we might delve into a little bit more of it. Yeah, well, I think it's important too, and I know you know we're all friends here on the show, and, and we don't always see eye to eye on some of the topics that we discuss and everything, either on the show or, or off the show. Even though Todd's gone now, you know, and so I think it's important in soccer um, that you know we have discussions around this kind of stuff, and that people are willing to uh, lend an ear and just have an open dialogue about how we can improve the game. Cause I think too often, you know, in, in soccer, whether it's us towards non-soccer fans, you know, when the world cup runs around every four years and we have to explain what offside is, you know, and I, I think we just have to do a better job or I have to do a better job of just trying to be inviting into the game and, and making sure that, you know, we're here on both sides of it and everything and not, don't be that soccer fan that, that just puts people off from the sport altogether, you know? And I agree. I think that's the key. And like I said here, um, I know John, you know, hopefully he's going to make it on and, and be able to, you know, tell his, tell his story here. And, um, like I said here, I, I believe he's got a lot of truth in, in his story. Uh, but we know there are two, two sides to, you know, to the story here. And, um, maybe at some point in the future, we'll have either Matt or Brent to, if they're, if they want to, uh, come on and get to it. I know typically leagues are, uh, pretty tight lip when it comes to uh, members that leave and, and that's, you know, for a reason uh, for that here. And, and I know they're trying to move forward 
uh, with it here. And I know John's trying to move forward with it. And um, I know with having discussions, you know, with John before he, um, before, you know, before the news broke, uh, you know, I know he was um, not exactly the happiest uh, on it. I don't think I realized how unhappy he was uh, for that or how deep it was here. But, you know, I know um, there were just some things that were rubbing, you know, rubbing him wrong and, um, you know, as, as an owner of the team, you got to do what's right, you know, for, you know, for, you know, for your team and for yourself, uh, you know, especially where unfortunately in the United States, uh, you have to pay to play in a league and, um, you know, you're somewhat at the mercy of, of some of the rules and, um, you know, you know, you know, I think, I think every league plays favorites, you know, I know they all say that they don't, but, um, you know, I, you know, I think you could, you can make a case that the runners, uh, you know, they're, you know, you can make a case that FC Waco probably got a little bit more, uh, favoritism during the year, a, a little bit on some things than, than the runners. And, you know, but, you know, that, that, that's, that's a discussion, but, um, it, it'll be, it'll be an interesting discussion if, if John's able to, to hop on here. Yeah. I just, uh, just got word from him, uh, with the Facebook live thing. I, I think he, he was under the impression that the login was a little bit different process than, than what we usually do with our guests when we have them come on. So, um, I just let him know that, uh, the process was the same and, and sent him out the link. So we'll see if we can get him on here in about the, uh, the next five or 10 minutes. But, uh, in the meantime, we can kind of do things uh, a little bit in reverse order for this show and uh, get to the juicy stuff, uh, I guess, first, if we want to uh, jump right into uh, some of the awesome San Antonio FC action that we've seen being here, here lately. That should uh, get everybody excited a, a little bit more and kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Um, you know, Rafa, we, we had another three points that San Antonio FC was able to get there at, at home on Saturday and in front of a, a pretty impressive crowd. I, I thought it was a pretty good atmosphere out there. What did you uh, you think of the turnout out there at the uh, the last game there at Toyota Field? It was a good, decent turnout. Yeah. And they kind of know how important this game was, you know, that we really needed these three points, especially since we all saw Lake ahead of us. Impressed by the, by the players, you know, we got on them right away. Got that one in. Gomez, a little chip shot in. And we just you know, did not let up on Real, saw, you know, Real Monarchs. I think, like you mentioned before, the, they kind of learned their lesson from the last game when they were up ahead up in Salt Lake. You know, a little like a payback time. And, you know, we did a great job, except for that little one, little miscue, you know, in the back after Crudoni got left the game after that, uh, that, that foul. <laughs> I'm glad he got the red but I'm glad you know uh, Matt's okay. He'll be ready to go for Saturday. Uh, you know, well, it seems like he's ready to go. We'll, we'll have to see if if he has. But it, it does seem yeah. like he is. Yeah. Yeah. Look. But overall, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but overall, like I said, I, I was impressed. You know, it was a really. I can starting to see the team finally tr- make that turn, and it all started at you know back back in early July. You know, so. Uh, we're getting our hopes up that, you know, this is, we're peaking at the right time. Everybody else is falling, kind of falling apart. And hopefully this next month, if we can get uh, at least four out of five wins, you know, we're really going to be uh, one of the teams to beat, I guess, in the playoffs. 
Yeah, and I, I agree with you there. And, and, and luckily, uh, John was able to jump on, man. Thanks for, for coming on with us this evening and everything. Yeah. And, and we'll get into some more San Antonio FC talk and everything. little preview there. Um, but it was a great goal by Lopez. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about Cardoni and, and just kind of what we hope to see uh, in the next match. But Coach Rex wrote able to join us. Thanks for coming on tonight. How are you doing, sir? Good evening, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. It's been a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good to have you on the show. And uh, we kind of just were able to touch on it briefly, but I, I know you can probably give us a uh, better picture of that UPSL women's final. We had the first UPSL women's final between Sporty and, and Samba. Can you tell us a little bit about that match uh, that occurred on Saturday night for y'all's championship? Wow. Um, it was an incredible match, incredible atmosphere. Um, you know, it's uh, it was just a great match. I mean, uh, our, our girls fought hard. They earned it throughout the season. They worked hard throughout the season to make the finals. Um, Sporty also did the same thing. And uh, they were just a little better that night, you know. Um, it was a hard-fought match. It was a nail-biter. Sporty came ahead with 2-1. Uh, we were hoping to score that um, tying goal and possibly in the PKs, if not. But uh, you got to hand it to Sporty. Um, you know, first year team just like us. Uh, they're doing some good things over there, just like we are. Um, our hats off to the organization of Sporty and the girls. You know, um, let me tell you, it's not easy to um, pull yourself away from an established team like they did and pull themselves together, unite themselves, and um, and uh, show it on the pitch and make it all the way to the final. So our hats off to Sporty. Our hats off to to the organization, our co the coaching staff over there. Um, good people. Um, the owners, um, Arturo Ferrer, Joe uh, Rios, great people. They're doing something very positive for San Antonio soccer, just like Samba is. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it should be. Um, and in closing, you know, uh, I'm just so proud of my girls. Um, the Sambitas did a remarkable season. We're very happy how this team um, did not know each other, pulled together. Uh, we did have a couple Actually, I'll be honest with you. We had, I think, 99 percent of our of our of our, our roster were college players. We only had one D1 player from UIW, and the rest were uh, Division Two, II, Division One. Uh, we had two um, girls that were straight out of high school. One from high school that plays with Ajax right now in Frontier. Um, Shakira uh, Wilson, I believe. I hope I have her last name correct. There, my apologies. Um, so we did. You know, it, it, it was fun. If uh, the, the 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 crowd was incredible for both sides. Uh, prior to that game, we um, debuted our uh, boys, our Samba FE um, boys 01 team, our WDD 01 team. They played a uh, scrimmage against um, one goal. So uh, it was nice to uh, get their feet wet. And um, it wasn't our entire team. We did have a few guest players, but a lot of the boys are still on vacation. But it was nice to. Hey, and I'm, I'm sorry, Coach. I, I don't know why. Uh, I think you might have accidentally hit the mute button. Yeah, I got you unmuted, though, there. So so we're all good, Coach Rexroat. Got you back. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, a successful season, you could say, there for uh, for Samba, obviously, for, for Sporty as well. Um, you know, and it was uh -huh. almost a, a season that, that didn't happen there for the UPSL girls team. Uh, you know, overall for the league, uh, you know, what things did you guys accomplish? And, and this being your first season, you know, with completing the season and everything. And and what things, you know, did, did you hope to grow on? Well, um, 
one thing we accomplished to, to bring uh, another level of uh, women's soccer in lower leagues um, in San Antonio, um, accomplished to um, give the opportunity to um, other female players a chance to, to showcase themselves and be seen. Um, that was fun. And, um, you know, to, to build uh, the club, Samba FC, to, to build it to a next level, uh, to brand it out um, with uh, a women's team. Uh, we, I would say we, we, we never expected to be in the finals, even though you, you talk about it. You always talk about making it. You always talk about winning. Um, but um, for what uh, Coach Augie Mendez, um, our head coach, uh, did, um, we're phenomenal job. Um, the girls um, just respect this coach. Uh, they understand his structure. Um, they understand his, his way of thinking, his way of training, because um, 90% of these girls played for him in club when they were younger. You know, they, they come from SA United. Um, so they, they played uh, with Coach Augie Mendez. Um, when they were little. And uh, so it was pretty much a, a no-brainer for the girls to accept uh, them to play with Samba when uh, Coach Agui basically, um, you know, called them and said, hey, we're putting something together. So um, we're looking forward to uh, having the women's team continue next year and uh, build from there, um, learn a lot. Uh, I learned uh, that uh, you can pick up a bigger crowd with the women's game. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which is, you mean guys cool. want to see girls play soccer? I didn't think that was the case. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, uh, let me tell you, the girls uh, probably in every single home game compared to the guys, uh, it was at least uh, four to one. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, so it was nice. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously the, the structure between a men's team and a, and a girls team are totally different. You know, the girls team, they have to unite more together and then they build from there. The men, you know, as they're accepted, you know, they, 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 they bring out their chest more. They want to create the syndrome first and then see who's who's the alpha male. And then once that's settled, then they start blending into the team. So it's a whole different story. And Coach Augie uh, does a tremendous job on, on, on working with the girls and, and understanding that structure. So I have a question here for you, Coach, on, on that. Because I think between me and Scott, we probably hit majority of both the men's and the women's teams. And I would say it's across the board that the women's teams outdrew the men's teams. And I don't even think it was close. Is there any reason why, you know, I think, I think the play is a little bit cleaner, uh, you know, in, in my opinion, where it wasn't as physical. Um, it was more, you know, tactical along those lines here. But in, in your opinion, what, you know, what, what made going out to see, you know, the, the women's teams, better than going out to the men's teams if, if you have any ideas on that are you talking about attracting fans is that what yeah, you're attracting saying? fans because you mentioned it was four to one you know you know that uh you know the the samba you know samba you know the samba had over the over the men's team but that was you know like i said here when i would go to you know alamo city you know their crowds were were always very uh very good you go to um you know you know you know Teams and, and you know, blossoms, you know the Athenians, um, but yet you know you go see the runners, you go see um, you know Bernie Thunder along those lines, and for whatever reason they just did not bring in the same crowds, um, right? You know for that here, and, and you know it's you and I had discussions that you know the women's teams were actually charging, you know especially on the UPSL level were actually charging to bring in where the men's teams a lot of them weren't you know weren't even charging anything and. and to, you know, to bring teams in. So, you know, where, where you're kind of in the action, you had both, both teams, anything you've been able to kind of pick up on, or is that something that 
still would need a little well, research on. I think I think a lot had to do uh, that helped us was that we just finished a, a women's World Cup, mm-hmm. so well the the the. The hype is still there, um, you know, and women's game has always proven that there's you, you, you it, it just attracts a lot of fans. Um, let's be honest. I mean, uh, it's a women's world, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's let's be honest. I mean, count, we're all married. You know, we got to listen to the way it's the women's world. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think watching the women's play is, is a little a lot more attractive than watching the guys play. So um, it's uh, they got a nicer. I mean, the game is a little slower, but it is a cleaner game. Um, maybe because they get along better on the field. Um, I found out, you know, I've, I've coached um, high school women's uh, for several years, and, <laughs> and I've coached my, right now. I'm coaching Geneva Bernie with the boys. Uh, girls listen, man; they just listen better. You know, it, it's, it's 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 a different thing. Um, I, um, you know, it was my first year with the women, so you know, I was I was learning a lot with it. I mean, uh, um. You know, just like Sporty's first year, uh, Alamo's first year, uh, and then Coyote's first year. So um, it's uh, it, it just seems that it's, it, it's, it attracts fans better. And we found out that we can talk to sponsors a lot better and bring them in more than men. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you got that two for one thing where you have a men and a women's team and you can bring a sponsor in and, and have, both, you know, their name on a shirt, that, that, that's that's a great attraction there. You know, that's that's so. But um I think that's just uh, it's 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 a much for me to be honest with you. If if I had a choice of, of watching a finals of a men's team lower division or a women's team lower division finals, I would pick the women's team women's game hands down, hands down. Now, if you you know if you're talking about a tremendous team in men's, and that's a different story. You know, like, like you guys, you know, you you had your pick, SAFC Samba. SFC Samba, you went to SFC. So my pick would be like either the men's not strong or the women's. I probably would go with the women's. Well, I'll tell you this: the reason why, at least for me, is I already paid my hard-earned money to go there. So. San Antonio got you for the ten bucks. <laughs> he said it wasn't about men's versus women's; it was about ten dollars. Hey, I already paid there. If I don't go there, guess what? The misses at home is going to be like, "Hey, why are we paying for tickets if you're not going?" Well, you know, you, you learned something there, you know, um, Harry, maybe next year, you know, start coming over to the Samba games. You're only paying $5 a ticket right. and then your wife won't get that. No there you go. You know, it's a little bit cheaper. So you, you know, I mean, you probably get a, a season pass with us for like 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Special right now. So. If you call John, I got his number, $30 season tickets for next season. You heard it here on the uh, the round table, but no, it was a great season for the girls, man. Um, glad yeah. to see, you know, that, that, you know, they had a successful run there. You guys were able to complete that and everything because there for a minute it was looking like, you know, it, it might not have come to fruition. And so obviously a successful season there. Congratulations to, like you Thank said, you. the girls for all their hard work. And, you know, Thank I don't you. think a lot of these people realize that, uh, you know, a lot of these girls and guys for that matter are, you know, working eight to five jobs and then going and training three and four times a week afterwards just to keep that dream alive and continue to play competitively. So it's not like these young adults are, are, are taking this stuff very easily or it's just something that they're they're kind of taking, you know, for granted. But, yeah, and, and you, hit it, you hit it right there, Scott. Um, I mean, everybody uh, on our team, on the women's team, worked. You know, they had a job. And, um, you know, there were times where they couldn't make training sessions, um, um, we had a couple girls that couldn't make, um, 
a couple games away because you know they, they were not allowed to, to to leave their job or they weren't given uh, a liberty mm-hmm. to go and it, it, you know that and that you know that touches things down like i remember you guys a long time ago you, you, you talked about it so i think it was um jose uh was talking about it and uh he said it's uh you know it's at this level it's really hard to keep the teams together at this mm-hmm. level uh because you know there are players that work um you know uh every season it, it could be a whole different team because they, you know outside of the soccer that the players just love and dedicate you know they got a family they got a job and they have other responsibilities outside of the pitch absolutely absolutely and that kind of i guess leads us into um the announcement that came after the uh, championship match there for the women's teams and uh, in that announcement, you, you kind of just stated that, uh, you know, you, you felt like there, there were some issues with the UPSL right now that, um, you know, you weren't, your voice wasn't being heard on, is my understanding, and, and kind of, you know, that you just felt like it, it wasn't the best place for your team to be. Now, I don't want to put any words in your mouth or anything like that, so maybe it'd just be best if, if you kind of want to talk to us a little bit about just what was going through your mind and, and stuff like that, you know, when you made that decision to... Uh, not compete in the UPSL for the men's side of things next season. Uh, and also we're not competing in the women's side as well. Okay. So, uh, but, um, you know, when you have friends and you, you, you they're, we're all, it's, it's actually kind of like, like a family, you know, and mm-hmm. like a relationship. And there's always uh, a situation where sometimes, you know, the relationship is when you meet each other, uh, you know, everything's all great and you know it's just but it, it gets to the point where unfortunately um things start to happen you see true colors of certain things i mean the inaugural season of 2018 when 10 teams came aboard a upsl um samba was the only uh team here in san antonio uh we were the main draw out here and then you had nine other teams you had five here in the south and you had five in the north um, you know, prior to that, I was always constantly uh, calling UPSL, talking to Jan and say, hey, when are you coming out here? When are you coming out here? Because I was excited about the league. I mean, I, I was gung-ho about this league, you know, and, and when they came out, I, I was very excited. We left the other league of UPSL to, to start UPSL. Um, conference manager, Matt, you know, a great guy to work with, pleasant. You know, I mean, he, he, this guy was totally gung-ho. I mean, this guy just cared. And and, and and that and, and that just brought us in more and and but unfortunately you know it, it's, it's as the league grew it grew from the first season of ten teams to twenty two or twenty three teams the second season and then from there it exploded the third season to forty now I understand there's like uh, seventy two new teams coming into to uh, to UPSL you know uh, not only not only there's seventy two new teams you know New Mexico's holding a, a conference Arkansas is holding a conference. I heard, um, you know, and then I do know the NPSL teams are being talked to. Um, so, um, you know, as far as I'm not here, to, I'm not here to talk for anybody else how they went their season, you know, how they have their season or how, what, what, what displeasure they had during their season. That's that's for them to talk. Um, for me, um, we just did not feel that we were getting the respect um, that we were given out to the, to the league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be um, one thing that really troubled me tremendously were the league, uh, uh, the league uh, requirements, what a team needs to have. Um, you know, from day one, Samba FC San Antonio had the league requirements, had a stadium, 
had the, the scoreboard, had the locker rooms, had everything from day one. You know, and I can tell you this right now, aside of us in Atletico Katy, the first year, we were the only teams that had requirements. Um, um, All the requirements required. And I had that until the day, until the last day of the finals of the women's. It gets very disillusioned where where, where you respect the league and then you value the league and you understand the rules and guidelines and you want to follow them and you want to understand that uh, uh, if you don't, don't do these rules and guidelines. Um, the league is not going is, is not going to look good. You know, I certainly did not like going to play teams that um, I won't mention any names, but I certainly don't like to go play teams at a park. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I mean that, that you can't call this team a semi-pro league or pro development league when you got teams playing at a park. You got teams playing on on fields that are not even regulation. Um. It's it's in here, you know, we're, we're 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 sacrificing and we're doing fundraisers and, you know, I'm coughing up money from from my pocket every year when we're short, you know, dipping into our same family savings to keep the team running. Anybody who thinks that they're going to put a, if they're putting a semi pro team and they're going to make money, it's ridiculous. We do it for the love of the game. Simple as that. I do it for the love of the game because I love the game and I want wanted to give opportunity to players in San Antonio to be showcased and give them the opportunity to move to the next level. And we've done that. We've had three players sign professionally. We've sent two players overseas last year, three months on a full scholarship. Um, we've had uh, five players that we've sent over to SAFC last year that um, uh, the coach, uh, Darren, and and, and um, the assistant coach escapes me right now, his name. Um, no, no, no. This is prior before Alan came aboard. Uh, I'm sorry? No, I'm the assistant coach. I, I can't remember his name. Well, he called us up and said, hey, you know, you got some, you, we would like to take a look at some players. But they were adamant. We would like to see homegrown players from San Antonio. We want to see the ages between 16 to 19. And we sent five kids over there. So five kids that were not picked up, obviously, but five kids that we gave an opportunity for them to be seen. And, and so that, what? that's what's I think that's an important. I'm sorry. I think that's an important point too, John, uh, because you know a lot of the times it's it's well, who signs, you know, and and I know like just to go outside of soccer for an example, but you know when you look at the uh, Commanders here for the uh, Alliance Football League, you know a lot of those players that were playing in the Alliance League, even though the league folded, it's a success because they got chances to go try out for NFL teams right. that they otherwise wouldn't have gotten a chance to try out for. So sometimes, you know, you have a success and in, in just the ability that you gave them that shot. Now, whether or not they signed for it, you right. know, is, is, is on the player and, and on the club and, and everything else. But all you can do is, is try and give them those opportunities. And I exactly. just wanted to. And, and you know, that's, that's what Samba was all about. And just to give it an opportunity. I'm not saying that I was going to change the landscape of soccer to, to, you know, like improve it 20 times. But no, but it's, 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 it's another pit of. Uh, piece of the puzzle to, to, to open up the door for, for players. And, and that's what we did. And, and we're still doing that. Um, but going back to, you know, uh, so when you have that frame of mind and you, you have that goal and the philosophy of, of doing something like that, but then you, you got a league who's not helping you. And, you know, I'm not saying the league never helped us, but there are some kinks in the league that we were not happy with going with the, you know, playing at parks from teams that, who are playing at a pro premier level by UPSL should have the standards and, to and, play at that. 
for clarification here, when it goes to Planet Apart, just because some people may not, you know, some of our listeners and stuff like that that may not be familiar with the league, when you're talking about just uh, standards, it's, it's standards like having a locker room for players to change in before the game. I mean, it's standards, like you said, regulation size fields, having a scoreboard. Um, so some of those things, it's, it's not like you're griping that they're playing at a park. It's more no. not having the facilities in place that you guys were required or that your understanding was were required in order to participate in the league. Right. And and we kept those from day one. And I've notified Matt. I've told uh, the other guy, the conference manager who, who helps Matt. Um, Brent. Brent. I've told him, you know, I've told Jan several times, I want you to, I, 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 I would just say, look, you need to understand we've had, we've always had the requirements from day one, you know, and, and why are these teams who are playing second season, third seasons, why are they still not doing this? How can we move the league up and call ourselves a pro development league, semi-pro league, if we're not meeting the high standards? Then the word started spreading. UPSL is considered a glorified Sunday league. You know, it's like if we're heading over to play in certain areas at a park or or, you know, a, a certain areas that, that, that don't have meet the requirements. It's like playing at a normal league on, on Sundays and nothing against the teams. You got to understand something. I'm, I'm, I, you know, there are teams that couldn't find them or, 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 or didn't have the ability to, to get the standards. I understand that. But then they should not should not have been playing the pro premier level. Right. Now there's second division. There's still third division to play at a high level. You have to meet a professional attitude, everything. And and we've done that with, with Samba and started things, start, other things started happening. Um, you know, Lee, a teams that were not screened when they're registered. Um, that was a big problem with, with the league. You know, I mean, they're just bringing in, I mean, Harry laughs because he knows what I'm talking about. He's hitting the stand, the standings and he sees a team that's in there with smiling in the picture. And then the next day, there's no picture of the team. You're like, what's going on here? So, you know, that's another thing. The teams were not, not I'm, I'm not saying no teams were screened. I'm saying there were some teams that were not screened. And the reason why they were not, yeah, the reason why they were not screened is because the league, the office did not let the conference managers do their jobs. Okay. Because I have spoke to a conference manager here and he has told me that. Sometimes we have our hands cuffed up, you know, they don't allow. So you got the league over there in California registering teams in cities that they don't know anything about logistically. When we signed up in the league, we were told you will not have a team within 50 miles from you. That was the, the rule. Or they're saying that's how they that, that's how they got me in. After one season, I had a team open up 20 minutes away from me, the runners. Same area. Then we had Mac FC, 25 minutes away from us. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's just absolutely ridiculous. They didn't protect the owners. And you can't have a league like that. Now, when they started doing that, that's when I said to myself, things are not working. Because when you start doing that, like I mentioned in my in my in, in, in my press release, the league started taking quantity over quality. When you start putting teams so close together, not only are you killing the player pool, 
but you are killing the area of each team that they want to promote. Case in point, FC Knights. Mm-hmm. God bless Lance. This guy tried to keep his team above water as much as he could. Now, he's in the city of Colleen. Colleen holds 800,000 people, maybe, or less, maybe 500,000. No more. They don't hold a million, I can tell you that. They, they put a team within eight minutes from him. Then they grabbed another team, put within 18 miles from him. Um, you know, it, and you don't have enough players there to 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 to, to help you to, to to register. So his player, his his team was diminishing, and the league was 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 just killed him. And he has said this every single time. Has had conferences, calls with a, with 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 a commissioner, with managers. Because he, we all know it. We all know it. And I think he had every right because he just said, hey, this is ridiculous. You know, and, and that's what I didn't like that. And then it started happening. Okay. Another thing that I didn't like at all. I mean, Lance was in the hospital. While he's in the hospital, his assistant, his general manager, his buddy of five years started putting a team together in the mid-season for this fall of 2020, and that's Bell County. Mm-hmm. Now, with the help of the managers, I mean, help with the, with, uh, uh, yeah, with the conference managers, what loyalty is it of the league to do? I mean, there's no loyalty there. That is absolutely ridiculous. How could you help a guy behind the back of a guy put a team together, and not only did they allow him to do that, he started promoting the team in the midseason. And while he's doing that, he's playing for FC Knights. Come on, guys. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm curious, John. I'm kind of looking just at the uh, the UPSL breakdown, and, and we were talking about this um, a little bit kind of before this show started, but – we were kind of just trying to think of other examples or, or other conferences because, you know, I thought it was kind of unique that San Antonio's conference was comp- comprised of all San Antonio teams, which uh, makes it great for travel and everything, but um, a little bit more difficult when it comes to, you know, trying to, to build that roster and, and everything else. Do you know of any other conferences or, or any other cities that have maybe five or six teams of a similar population size or anything like that of San Antonio? I mean, I, I know Fort Worth has a couple and Dallas has a couple, but I, I don't know if there's any other conferences that are compromised of pretty much one city. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you about Dallas. I'm not educated uh, about the teams. You know, I'm, I'm not from Texas. I just moved out here a few years back sure. and, you know, there, I, I, I see teams popping up north with, with these names. I'm like, whoa, that's a cool name. I've never heard of that city before. But, you know, I just know more about the logistically what's happening within our conference. Um, I know um, in Houston, um, you know, they're, 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 Houston's pretty big. I don't know if the teams are, are that close together. But, you know, it's 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 out here, it, it, the conference we were playing, it, it, it just – you know, it, it, it's to be honest. I don't know why it just does not make any sense. But then again, you know, you take the quantity over quality. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just reading a, a message here from Michael. He says only 125,000 people 
uh, are in Colleen. So I said 500 to 8,000. So that's even 125,000 people. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of that is military as well. So that's yeah. cool. Well, there you go. Cool. So, so if you got Colleen is yeah, a sore so subject for me, and because, you know, just because it's not San Antonio, it's not a major city. No, it's not. It's not in. You know, it's a so that was another thing that that that, that happened out there, which I didn't like, and, and and you know, I feel bad for Lance. You know, I know um, he's not done. I, I I he's been calling me the last couple of days, but I've been really busy. So I texted him last night, you know, and I said, hey man, I'm not you know avoiding you or anything. I just been real busy. You know, just pretty much uh, winding down for the last two days from from the finals and, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm giving him a voice here. He's gave himself a voice, but now I'm giving him a platform voice out here so everybody can hear this. You know, that was one of the one, one thing that happened. So that thing with Bell County, um, that's I'm so sorry that, that, that that's Bush League. That's Bush League. You don't do something like that if you care about your members. You know, Lance is one of the, the founding teams, mm-hmm. he was one of the founding teams. Seriously. You know, and, 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 and you do something like that? No. Now, there's one thing that if this gentleman went to the league and said, I'd like to start my team, no problem. When do you want to put it in? Fall. We'll talk about it then. You don't have them start creating websites, start creating promos. Everything in the middle of the season while this poor guy is in the hospital recuperating. This guy almost died. Lance almost died, to be honest with you. He comes back. And there's a whole different structure, and he can't believe what's going on. He was locked out of his all his social media because the other guy controlled it. So he can't even get into his social media, you know. So you know, I I don't respect that at all. I'm sorry. There, you know, there there there's some uh, some unwritten rules that, that that should you know that that you should know. I mean, it's 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 like Coach Augie. You know, he this guy's a professional. He played in Mexico first division. I mean, yeah, he he knows better. He decides to go on his own. He's going to go on his own. He's going to keep it quiet, but he's going to wait till the season's over and then do his thing. He's not going to do it in the middle of the season. I mean, this is something that I expect clubs to do. You know, they're poaching club players, which is done all over the nation. It's done here in San Antonio. They're poaching club players. But at this level, you should not be doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So, you know, that, that's one of the things that w- w- was going on with the league. Um, you know, the, uh, the not, not screening the teams created a big problem. And game situation this year with forfeits, major, major forfeits. Mm-hmm. Well, we've um, seen at least what one team fold in each of the last two seasons. Well, you had Mackett this year. You had a back county this folded year. this this year, and then FC Knights folded for various reasons I just talked about. Well, and I just meant but, even within our, our conference, so we've had Mac and then back county or whatever too that I could. Yeah, I mean that that's a head. lot, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and back then Mac FC, you know, I, I I spoke to the league, and and I'll be honest with you, um, I told them not to accept this guy. This guy's bad news, and sure enough, look what happened. You know, the thing with backcountry, um, great guy. I don't know much of him. You know, uh, he seemed like a, a go-ahead. But they gave him the priority when we started in April, end of April, uh, April 20th around there is when the first game started. They gave this guy priority of starting his games on May after May 1st. And teams have already started then. So he – because he had, he claimed he had Division One college players, and Division One college players cannot play till after May first. So, 
while we're setting up a schedule, the schedule of going, he's like, Hey guys, you know, I can't play till after May 1st. You no, know, we're on a conference call. And the guy over from Waco says, why are we, why is the league giving you privilege? Why, what's going on? Well, I don't understand that. You know, do you realize how bad that's going to create now? And then we had to play them on weekdays. You can't play the guy on weekdays, man. Our players work from nine to five. This guy wanted to play a Friday night with us. He wanted us to travel out there on a Friday night for an eight o'clock game. Come on, dude. I told him, no, we're not playing. We scheduled one home game against him on a Wednesday night and he forfeited. The game where we were supposed to play him over there, he forfeited. Eight hours before we were supposed to kick off on a Wednesday night at Whitley Heights, I get a text from this guy saying, sorry, man, I can't, I don't have a team. Take the three points. I text my conference manager and they're like upset, like, oh, this is ridiculous. What's going on? What's going on? Because you don't screen your teams, buddy. That's what's going on. You got teams here that are doing things the right way who have don't know. They're not forfeiting. We have never done anything wrong against the rules and regulations of the league. We've never forfeited. We arrived on time. We've had all the requirements. We were always in uniform. We always had the UPSL patches. Nothing in gripe. We were always a proper host to every home uh, visiting team that came to us, and we go beyond. Um, so in that route, we could, the, the league can never say that we have problems with it. What the league did not like about me is that I spoke my mind when things were not going right and things were not being followed. They didn't like that. And there we go to the third paragraph of my press release, censorship. Whenever we talk, we have a telegram. Whenever we talk and things, you know, we're starting to, to ask questions, this and this and that. Next thing you know, the managers, they cut off the telegram so nobody can make any announcements. How can you run a league like that? I just found out they're, get, they're going away with the entire telegram now. Why? Because for fear of, 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 of this happening again. Now they're going to be uh, talking through email. <laughs> Good luck. I couldn't even get a hold of my conference manager. We got two on a time. Well, you know what? Brent was great. Every time I called Brent, he picked up the phone. But I couldn't get a hold of Matt. Well, his responsibility as a national director now. I mean, the guy's a lot of on his plate. But I couldn't get a hold of my commissioner. Even when I was a conference manager, I couldn't even get a hold of my commissioner. I had to wait two days or wait a day and a half for a text to be returned. So now they've realized, hey, we can't have the, we're, we're going to censor our, we're going to censor the teams. So now everything's done through email. When I posted my thing on Telegram, which I posted on all social media, okay, mm-hmm. they deleted it. Conference managers woke up in the morning after a coffee. They probably said, whoa, what the heck? They deleted it. I knew I was going to get deleted from the Telegram. I mean, I'm no longer a UPSL team, so that's obvious. But they deleted my message that was meant for the, for the owners to see. And that backfired on them because the owners said, why are you deleting John Samba's message? The censorship he's talking about is now happening. We see what's going on. I've gotten over a dozen emails, texts, and DMs ever since we announced that from teams in UPSL that are very scared right now. New teams that are taking us we're coming in in fall, and I'm very scared right now. Is you know, 
obviously they're censoring and it's going on. I mean, you can't run a league like that. I mean, that's socialism, buddy. You're trying to, I mean, you're trying to keep the guys quiet. It, 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 you just can't. And so that was another thing, man. It's, it, that's another nail that was just hitting and hammering in the wall little by little. You know, the Harry can tell you about the playoff situation. We weren't in the playoffs, but how they handled the playoffs was literally ridiculous. The playoffs are set. The draw is set. One team cannot play that Saturday for various reasons. I won't tell you the name of the team. You guys can do the your homework and find out who they are. So what they do is they accommodate that team and they say, don't worry about it. You don't have to play that Saturday. We're going to move you down to the lower draw. We're going to take the two guys. We're going to move them up to the next draw. Where in the hell? In what world? In what soccer world does that happen? Can you imagine Barcelona calling up the league and saying, oh, hey, we can't play against Real Madrid, uh, you know, the quarterfinals of the championship, man, because, uh, you know, Messi's got a party, dude. We want to hang out. He's got a great barbecue happening that Saturday. Oh, don't worry about it, sir. We're going to accommodate you. If you're going to call yourself a professional league, you can't be doing stuff like that. You cannot be doing stuff like that. And there are teams that feel the same way I do, guys. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They are scared to say something, and some will not say a word because they have nowhere else to go. And, and that's what we We're, talked about before you came on, John. You know, we, we definitely want to be a platform where people can talk and, and have an open dialogue about issues and everything that, that are going on within, you know, soccer here in, in San Antonio and, and soccer here in America. But, um, you know, that's definitely wanted, why we wanted to get you on so that we could talk to you and just kind of take a look at, at what it's really like, you know, within the UPSL. But I, I know kind of from the press release that you issued and everything that those were kind of the, the areas that you had the most concern with and everything. And I, I just kind of wanted to give you a chance to at least explain it and, and vocalize it so that people could really kind of hear the, the true message from you and, and what some of those frustrations were. Well, it's, 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 it's a lot of frustration. It is, you know, you're, you're, you're paying a lot of money into the league, uh, not re uh, registration wise, but everything starts adding up. You know, uh, it, it costs the team at least for us close to $10,000 a season. Mm -hmm. If you want to do things right. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to cut corners here and there, you'll maybe save $1,000, $2,000, but do things right. And that's what we did from day one. We did things right the best we can. I mean, I'm happy that more teams came into the league when we started. So and in a way, we were kind of like the grandfathers of starting because once we did it, they're like, whoa, you know, everybody and their grandmother now has a UPSL team. But it, 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 so I hated to, to make this announcement. I was so into this league. I mean, you can't become a conference manager and call up the commission and says, I want to create a women, a, a league for you and not care about the league. Mm -hmm. And you've got Samba. You know, I wear you guys know how many hats I wear in Samba. I never you know, know we how don't to refer have, to you whenever I'm like, we're having John on. I'm like, do I call him the owner, the director, the coach? Like, yeah, it's John. <laughs> whatever title you guys give me, it's, it's, it's there. You know, I mean, I don't have the luxury of the big of, 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 the, of the staff like some some teams do, you know, and I don't have the funds to pay uh, uh, to have a staff. So when I came aboard as conference manager, you know, we were going to play WPSL back then. We made the announcement that someone was playing WPSL. I get a phone call two days later from our commissioner. Hey, you're going WPSL? Yeah, because you don't have a women's league. Dead silence for 10 seconds. Let's start one. What do you mean? 
let's start a women's league. I go, I don't understand. Do you want to be the conference manager? I go, sure. I want, I'll do it for you because my men's, my men are playing in the league. I care about the league. I believe in this league. Why would, if we started a women's league, why would I have my, uh, if you have a women's league, why would I have my women playing a different league? Mm-hmm. So I started the women's league. Seven teams were in the, were, were, I got seven teams. I left the conference title because we were butting heads about certain things. So, and then some of it was being neglected and it was just too much. So, mm-hmm. uh, another conference manager took over and it went downhill. It went from seven teams down to three teams or two teams. Everybody was leaving. I was getting texts from those teams that were telling me they're I'm leaving. And I was like, why? We're not being talked to. We're not keep. They're not keeping us in, 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 in the loop. We don't know what's going on. You used to call, call us every day, which would piss me off because I, I talk <laughs> to you more than I would talk to my wife. You know, and so we 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 missed that. We missed that dumb little five spec, you know, two uh, two sentence thing. Hey, this is what's going on. We're waiting for this. Thank you, John. You know, you know, and then but they wouldn't get any information. Now. I saved the league for the women's. Nobody knows that except for close people. Now I'm going to tell you, the league was destroyed. The league was done. People were dropping like flies. We were down to two to three teams. I was not even the conference manager anymore. I called up Jan and I said, listen to me. We need to save the women's league. If we don't do it, Jan, forget about you bringing it back next year because we did a lot of, I did a lot of promo and talked to a lot of people and said, seven teams, that's the most WPSL has ever brought in the first year. Patted myself on the back. I go, we need to do something. Okay. Then the guy from, uh, uh, who branched off away from Athenians, Joe, Olympian, you know, thought I was still the conference manager. Uh, because I've, been ha- I've been trying to get this guy since September of last year. I, you know, I said, no, I'm not, but join it. We could use you, man. He joined immediately. Then we had three teams. I picked up the phone. I called Manuel over at Coyotes. Hey, come aboard, man. Come back. Come back. Four teams. We can at least start with 14. John, there's three teams in San Antonio, man. I'm in Colleen. I'm going to be traveling. You know, I don't have the funds. A lot of my funds go to my men's. That's going to cost me traveling funds. And I said, to him, let me see what I could do. Again, I'm not even the conference manager, man. All this is being done within 72 hours. Picked up the phone, called Jan, finally called me back. Jan, this is what's going on. Stay, we bring this guy. I need to, we need to bring this guy in. With him, it's four teams. We can play a league. But this is what he's complaining about. Give him some type of discount. Some help him, help him, you know, reach out, give him something. We need to save the league, Jan. You know, I wanted my girls to play. Okay, we were ready to go. We 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 announced it. We announced it, this and that. So he reached out, gave him a discount. Boom, the league is saved. Four teams are ready to go. That's what happened with the women's. And we had a women's league to play. So, you know, not too many people know about that, but who's ever listening or is going to watch this down the road when you're going to have it on your social media, that's what happened with the women's league. That's what happened. And then Matt took over because he realized it wasn't being done correctly from the other conference manager. So he took over. Poor guy. There we go. Another hat wearing on him, national director, men's this that this and that that so he you know this you know i respect matt tremendously um this guy built the texas men's conference 
from scratch, man. I mean, from 10 to 22 up to, I mean, this, this, this guy's remarkable, but you know, it's, 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 we, we, we butted heads too, Matt and I, but not to the point where he used to butt heads with the other conference manager, you know, and just certain things were just not, we're not working, man. We're not working. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If we did not have a women's team, Samba would not have played spring 2019. I kept the men's team together strictly because of my girls. I, we promised them a league. We were training. We did not want to disillusion them. Coach Augie was on board. We had a great product there. We had some great girls there. And I said, you know what? The men are staying here. That's the reason why the men played because we were done after fall of last year, man, I was pretty much done. I was just going to relax, tell them I'm going to kick it for maybe for, for one season or two season and come back. Um, but we stayed because again, I believed in the league. I believed in the women's league. And, but then again, no promos. How many promos have you guys saw for the women's league and championship finals? It, well, and we talked None. about that on on the show a little bit, um, you know, last week or, or the previous episode about just it kind of being funky with the uh, the scheduling and everything and, and how it was scheduled. It was kind of a little bit, um, you know, just with both finals being played in, in pretty much the same week and everything. It, it just wasn't designed very well in, in that aspect. And, and I think part of that was due to the late start. And you and I kind of talked yeah. about this. Had it started on time, you probably would have been playing before the men's final and you know yeah, all the other could have done more. All the other leagues finished on time. You know, I mean, but it was growing pains with with with, with the sure. women's league. It was going sure. when to start. That's understandable. But what really, I'll be honest with you, what really set me off for that press release, guys, was that no promos, nothing was done for the women's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Four days before the finals, I went into the Telegram and said, "Are any promos going to be done for the women's?" We're four days away from the finals. Yes. Somebody responds from conference. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, I got so-and-so doing a promo be coming out tomorrow. I waited till 9.30 p.m. the next day. I went in there again sarcastically. It's 9.30 p.m. Where's the promo? Once I said that and started, I got locked out of, of the telegram. Then I got put back in the telegram. Uh, I got a message to say, hey, John, this is what we're going to promo. Uh, don't put it out there because it's going to go out tomorrow. I look at the, the promo. It's my promo. It's the one I created. But don't post it. <laughs> they, they, all they did, all they did was is they, they they well let's be honest. They made it look awesome, but it's the same style. It's like take it's go out there and you buy a uh, 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 you know um, uh, uh, just a cheap car. And then you take out all the all the emblems on it, and you put a Ferrari on it. It's the infinity it like, of the Nissan. Exactly, and, and and I mean, I'll be honest, with you, it looked phenomenal. I started using <laughs> it. What I didn't like, what I didn't like, was like, guys, this is what you're putting out there after I've been bitching and complaining. Be original. How is this going to look to me when they say, "Hey, we've already seen that going for two weeks now"? How is that going to look to the league? I got locked out again, and then I get a text from the conference manager to tell me, "Don't push it." In, cap- in capital letters. Censorship, guys. It's ridiculous. You know, and I was going to fight for my girls. I was going to fight for that league, even though I wasn't the conference manager anymore. So I'm proud for what Samba has done in the, in the, in, 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 in the years that we've been open and proud that we had a league for the women's, for the fans to enjoy. 
And UPSL, if you're watching, which I know you are watching and listening, <laughs> one day you can buy me a beer and thank me for that. Okay? So even though you didn't do any promos, nothing, because you didn't care about the league, but you can thank me because your name was out there in the women's and keeping that league together. So, again, we go back to the very first thing, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show. I'm passionate about what I do. I love the sport. And, 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 and we eat and breathe soccer. That's that's it. I, I don't do it to make money. It's impossible. I, you can't make money. You guys know that. There's no way you can make money. You, everybody that owns a team and, and UPSL does it for the passion because they love the sport. So if we are passionate enough and love the sport, why can't the league understand this and help us? Help us to grow, help our teams, help us get sponsors, and not say, yeah, we got sponsors. Give him a call. Where's, what do you mean? He's my sponsor? Yeah, he's going to give you 10% off or 5% off of purchasing a, a raincoat. That's not a sponsor, guys. That's a commercial for 10% off on Labor Day. I'm like, come on, dude. Where's the sponsorship? What is the league giving us? Every owner says, what are what is the league giving us? Nothing so far. Okay? We got a platform with a name on the, sh- on the shoulder, but we're providing everything. The field. The fans playing this the league's not providing us anything right now and they know they're the only game in town and that's the big problem well that's that changing with the gulf coast premier league and uh the gulf playing or the gulf, well there's they got one where the bug eaters are going to be up the midwest so uh that might that might be changing plans uh <clears throat> i know i've spoke with the uh, central tex uh texas uh manager owner and so, um, so speaking of that, uh, any thoughts on where Samba is going to be landing, uh, at this? Yes. No? Well, you know, we're, 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 we're not going to be landing in uh, UPSL colors anymore. Well, I know but, that. uh, and I'll be honest clear. with you, I'm, I'm heartbroken, man. I, if it's, it, I mean, it's when I did this announcement, uh, Saturday night at 1143, to this day, I cannot believe I'm not a UPSL team anymore. But you know what? You got to make a decision what's best for you, what's best for your club. And, 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 and just basically, you know, I've been taught through my years from my father, from growing up, from my mentors that things don't go right. Just get, Sometimes you just got to rip it off like a Band-Aid and just move forward. Right. You know, and, and, that, and that's what I do. Uh, the great thing about Samba is we're, we're still here. Um, the women's team is going to happen next year. Um, you know, there, there are a couple leagues, but... I think we might try our waters in WPSL. Um, you know, I've heard great things about it. Maybe I wouldn't have these these heart attacks and palpitations if we would have stayed in WPSL. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but uh, I would like to try them. And 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 and, and you know, um, I don't know if they're scared of me now. But um, you know, hey, uh, I heard good things. What they're doing, they're a little pricey, but you know, sometimes you get what you pay for. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, so and the that's thing not a disrespect to, to any of no, them. No, no, it's not a, a disrespect. It's a higher quality league than than UPSL is at, at for this the women. Point. Yes, for the women and and you and they got the pedigree. I mean, you cannot say UPSL could get there down the road, but I don't sure. think it's going to happen. The other league that Athenians played in uh, UWYTZ or whatever whatever it's called um, is not going to get there either. It's WPSL. I mean, you just take a look at all the women that play on the national team that came from that league. It's it's, it's, it's a tremendous league. Um, I think they have close to 100 teams nationwide, maybe a little bit more. Um, but uh, so we're looking for that for our women for next year. Um, right now, we have a um, we brought back our youth academy. 
um, our boys, uh, O1 team, mm-hmm. which are playing WDDOA Challenger. Um, uh, and that team was brought together again from Coach Augie Mendez. These are kids, um, <laughs> same scenarios. Our girls played with them when they were younger. These kids played with them when they were younger. And when Coach Augie left, uh, SA United, um, you know, the, the parents were just not happy with, 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 with the coaching style, what was going on, what was promised and all that stuff. So, um, coach Augie decided to, 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 um, put the, the, uh, th- thought about putting a club team together. And then basically one of the moms that knows him very well, she pretty much got the ball rolling and, 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 and took, uh, you know, took, t- took it to heart and put it together. So our boys on one team will be playing, uh, WDDOA and 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 fall, which uh, their first practice August thirteenth, um, we'll be practicing at Star Soccer Complex. So we're very excited about that. Um, you know, um, and uh, aside of that, uh, we uh, as far as the men, um, you know, they're they're just there are leagues to play in, but um, I think we're going to take a break from the men playing in in, in, in a season right now. Um, we, um, I'll make a, a, a press release right now, which should be coming out in a week or two, maybe in a week, but, uh, Samba FC right now has, is, um, partnered and is collaborating with an academy overseas in Germany. Mm. Um, this, uh, team, um, has a, uh, their first team plays in the Bundesliga division one, and they have teams in the academy all the way down to division seven. So we are partnering and collaborating with them. And we are going to hold a pro combine sometime in September or maybe in October. And what we're going to do is it's, it's a totally different structure than normally what you hear of, of agencies opening up, charging the kid $1,500 to go train plus his airfare. No, what we are doing is that whatever players we send, one, two, or three, the best players that showcase themselves at our, combine, at our pro combine, they will be sent for one month free to train overseas in in Germany and showcase themselves for that month. Now, within that month, if the academy there does not see they have anything, they'll be sent home within two weeks, three weeks. They're they're sent for a month. Again, it's about And they don't pay a dime. Yeah, it's a great offer. They don't pay a dime. All they do is pay their airfare, guys. That's it. They get room and board. They get to live on the premise of the academy. Um... And they get the professional training. And it's up to them now. There we go. Samba opening up another door for local kids to possibly be trained. And and, and that's what it's all about. You know, I'm not I'm, I'm not promising that a parents that or a kid the player that hey, he's gonna become another Messi or another Cristiano. No, but he's gonna have an opportunity to keep his dreams alive and 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 see what happens from there. Um and the charge of the combine, we're talking very minimum, man. Some combines charge five hundred. $400, $600. Our combine charge is anywhere between 105 to 110 bucks, and it's a two-day session. They work on technical ability in the morning. They play their game where they'll be um, looked at and, uh, and graded in that game uh, in the afternoon. And from there, we will uh, pick our, the players. We will give the kid an opportunity. The player uh, you know, it could be a kid, We're, you know, but they want players from ages 16 to 19 years old Maybe twenty, no more than that. Thirty-three, um, but they have... <laughs> thirty-three. Coach, come on, put me in, coach. <laughs> that's a great. You know, that's a great line. Put me in. You hear that in everywhere. Right? <laughs> uh, but um, no, so really we're good. given the opportunity that, and they'll get three to six months to 
get their funds together to purchase their air their airfare. And this is another great thing that we want to do, and we're very happy to to partner up and collaborate with uh, this academy uh, out in Germany. So we we have a press release on announcing it, and we have a, a it'll be on our website. Um, the name of the coach, the, all the coaches in the academy. Um, we'll have pictures of the dorms, pictures of the field, pictures of of, of, of their cafeteria, their weight room, everything. What the, the how how a, you know a life a football player's life is going to look like over there. So. Uh, we want to do something like this. Um, I've gotten calls from my players who, who and texts from my players uh, that found out we're not we're out of UPSL. So they say, "Hey, coach, let's put a uh, pro indoor team together." Um, so, hey, you know uh, that's an idea. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, sixty or seventy percent of my players that Samba play indoor. To be honest yeah. with you, the major arena indoor soccer league—I forget what are the MASL—is. Yeah. To me, I think would be a huge success down here because you have RGV, uh, or, or, or I guess it, well, it's RGV that they have a team, the Barracudas. Yeah. Um, they have uh, the Dallas team. I think it's the Dallas Kicks, if memory serves me Kicks, man. Side. Come on. Dude, I'm not from Dallas. Yeah. Come on, tattoo. Me around <laughs> tattoo. So, <laughs> hey, I know you know tattoo, Coach yeah, Rex. Right? But, <laughs> but uh, to me, I think, I think that would be. I think a huge asset here in San Antonio, if it could be, if it could be done. Um, I, th- I, think- I know I could do it. I know I can put it together. The thing with the league though, they only play three months out of the year here. They play January, uh, March. Yeah. Somebody uh, just said RGV's out. They moved down yeah, to MBSL yeah. too. So. so it's not a, it's not a year round thing, right. but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of what UPSL is doing, but you're basically, you're, you're traveling and there's a lot of good indoor teams, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Frank the tank. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, so uh, we're thinking of doing that. That's that's again tossing ideas around. But the thing with the, the academy overseas that is definitely happening. I have another product uh, that I'm in the works right now that I cannot mention. I mentioned to a, one of my good friends uh, over the phone yesterday, but um, I have a meeting with somebody on September third, and I'm telling you right now, if this happens, this is probably the most incredible thing I could ever do in my life in soccer. It's just taking it to five different levels. So, um, you know, uh, we'll see if, it, if, if it's possible. Um, but then again, you know, uh, uh, like I said, Samba's not done. I mean, our, our boys team is, is going to be uh, playing this year in WDDOA. We're very happy about that. We're looking forward to having our women's team next year. Uh, we're looking to build in the academy, uh, other teams, and looking to build uh, uh, the youth academy together, um, having free clinics for, for kids. Um, uh, my girls, um, this weekend, we don't know, either tomorrow or Friday, will be at St. Mary's. We've already done one of them. We already had a, uh, one of our players do a, a guest speaker for the US, USLA Soccer Club. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um uh, we have one player there, um, and uh, she spoke uh, in front of uh, the crowd. Um, uh, our player, uh, last name Mesa, um, spoke, and uh, she was really great uh, to do it. Uh, James Hope put it together for us. So now we're going to take it another level. It's, we're going to have our, our, our co-captain, um, uh, Rianne Garcia, uh, our goalkeeper. She's going to be a guest speaker talking about basically college life and what it takes to play at that level. She played D1 level. Now mm-hmm. she's playing D2 level. 
Um, so these are kids that are middle school and high school kids. Uh, basically, they'll be part of that 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 that, um, that forum. And then uh, later on that afternoon, our girls will be doing a clinic for them over at St. Mary's. So again, you know, it's, it's, it's something fun that um, uh, we're looking forward to uh, doing this. Um, uh, you know, and uh, other things will pop up uh, here and there. You know, um, I, I, I'm, unfortunately, uh, we were supposed to hold tryouts this Saturday. Um, and, uh, you know, this, that's not going to happen. You know, we were thinking of putting a U.S. Open Cup team together, but it's way too late, guys. It's two weeks before the deadline. Mm-hmm. We weren't planning on playing U.S. Open Cup this year. Um, and, you know, unless we play, we, we won't after this, unless we play in another league that's affiliated to play U.S. Open Cup, we won't be able to do it. We could do it now because we played spring with UPSL. But, you know, that's so we were tossing that idea around. But, um, you know, it's 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 uh, Samba's still there. Um, I'm looking forward to the boys. Uh, that's going to be another another um, chapter that we're opening and um, and moving forward with that. It's 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 always nice to, to, to build the youth and develop the youth. And 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 again, you know, you're building the local local talent here in San Antonio. You know, it's every, a lot of a lot of coaches, club coaches are, are, are putting in their you know, their little piece in the puzzle and developing some, some, some clubs are doing it the right way, man. Some coaches are doing the right way, but some other ones are just like, you know what? Uh, it's like, you, you, sometimes you got to shake your head and it's like, why are you even open? If you, if you do something like that, it just doesn't make any sense. So, um, but that, 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 that's the situation with Samba. We still have, we'll, we'll increase our coaching staff. Um, eventually as we increase our youth academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just, you know what? And then we'll do free clinics. We're going to be doing, I have a, quite a few free clinics that we're going to be doing for youth, just opening up over at, at, at Whitley Heights um, and just having free clinics. Come inside, Friday night lights, whatever it is, you know. We can't do them in fall. It's hard to do them in fall, but we'll probably start them in spring. You know, a little more sun, light out, Friday night lights come out, you know, whatever you want. Uh, I don't care what club you're with and, you know, you just want to come out and have fun and, and, and basically let the kids be kids because you will you can give them some instruction. But we're looking at kids probably between the ages of seven to about 11 years old. Uh, that's Those are the free clinics for it. Let them come out. Okay, can't them go out. to 12. I got twin 11-year-olds. And they're coming. Go 12, 13, man. 12. <laughs> yeah. no, that, that, that probably, I mean, 12 would be a problem. I mean, any kid who's 12 years old, I mean, the 13, we're not going to turn them away, guys. No, I know. It's Basically, what we want to do is we want them to play. Sure. Let them play because, you know, every, you know, twice a week, six hours for that week, they're, they're hitting a lot of instructions of this and this. Kids need to be kids and they need to play. You know, mm-hmm. I wish we would have a lot of futsal here mm-hmm. and available, you know, because Brazil's doing something right. I mean, Futsal, man, it, it, it just allows a lot of technical stuff, allows a lot of kids to come out of their shell, a lot of, you know, and playground. I mean, the NBA players, you know, they're all, they're all from playground, guys. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Every time you hear a story or you, you, you watch Netflix of this guy's documentary, I used to skip school, man. This is the playground where I would play. And I'd be driven the ball till 11 o'clock at night. And my mother would be screaming me three blocks away and I'd hear her voice and I'd run home. I mean, Playground ball, playground ball. That's, that's, that's the thing. There's just too much instruction, too much, you know, uh, instruction for these kids and stuff like that. Kids don't care about right now at that age, you know, I got to play center back or, you know, I got, I got a mark here and I, and I got to worry about the weak side. No, 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 man. Those kids just want to go out there and play and have fun mm-hmm. and, you know, score goals. That's it. That's what they want to do. So, so we're looking forward to doing clinics like that. 
um, and uh, you know, uh, help the community and stuff. And anybody that wants to participate, you know, follow us on our website, uh, sambafcsa.com, and take away the .com, which is sambafcsa. That's, that's our Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. Keep you know, follow us. We'll, we'll be putting some information about you know what, what's happening uh, with inform- uh, clinics with Samba. And um, if you want to follow our, our boys on one team, which is uh, our our youth team, you can follow them at Samba. FC Academy. That's an Instagram. That's a Facebook. And that's also a Twitter. So Samba FC and just add the word Academy to it. We just signed two of our players. We just made an announcement signing two of our players. We did it the same way as we did it with the pros guys. I mean, that's so Will Worst is uh, on the squad there. That kid, uh, he can play, right? From from what I've seen, a, a little bit of some of the stuff that Sue is. Are, are, you, talking, are you talking about Jack Borst? Or Jack Borst, excuse me, not Will Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sue, Sue's going to like that when you ruin his name right there. Um, <laughs> Damn it, so close. Oh, Jack Horse. Jack Horse is an 03. I mean, this kid okay. is going to be with us for a couple more years. And and let me tell you, he's built like a tank. I mean, this guy could easily play football, but I'm glad he's playing the real football. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. He's a real good player, you know, and and, and, and all our kids that, that we have are – are, are, are good kids um, that know each other. And that helps us tremendously. And, and, and with the tutor, the tutorage of, of Coach Augie, uh, we're just, you know, this team is just, besides of, of, of improving and developing better, they're going to have fun. And that's what it's all about. You know, our team is considered more of a high school age team because we have a two oh ones. Most of our team is considered oh threes and oh twos. So, and they, but they all know each other. So we didn't want to, Say the old ones. Hey, there's only two of you. We're not going to use you. No, we wanted to keep them all together and 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 have fun, you know. And 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 uh, and you know. And the parents, you know, they're they're buying into the system of samba. It's just, you know buying more into Augie, but you know they're buying into the system of samba. And and you know that's you know that's basically what I'm staying away is, is is handling all the administrative side of that. The team is run by two coaches, uh, uh, Coach Augie Mendes, who's the head coach, and the assistant coach is Joseph Tierney. They both come from SA United. And then you have our team manager, which is Sue Borst. Obviously, you guys know that she's probably the most incredible marketing person extraordinaire. I mean, look at the stuff she did with Athenians back in back in the day of WPSL days. I mean, uh, Athenians didn't even play a game yet. And, 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 and when she was blasting out stuff like a year before the league started, everybody knew of Athenians. So, you know, we're lucky to have her with us and, and have her son playing with us. She's not a staff member of ours. She's not on our payroll list, but, you know, she, she does help us out with certain ideas. And, you know, she, she's got her points and, you know, she tries to make them, you know, like you got to follow them. But, you know, we, 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 she and I, but a little it's a woman's world. We you know, go back to, I mean, so, but, um, you know, it's, uh, hey, you know what, she's very successful, but, you know, she has, I'm trying to let her understand that this is sports a little bit, and, and the fans want a little more edgy thing, want a more, and, and I, you know, hopefully she's understanding that, but, you know, like, like stuff that you see right now on, on, on the FC, uh, Samba FC, um, Boys of One uh, pages, um, announcing all that stuff, the storyline that starts, she's, she created that, you know, she, she, she's done it from day one. So, um, so that's what's happening with Samba, guys. Yeah, we're running a little over on time and everything for the show this evening. Uh, I know you had some issues kind of first getting started and everything with the uh, new format. Yeah, so. I'm sorry about that. 
No, no, it's okay. Um, again, you know, I just really wanted to thank you for coming on and everything and using the round table as the uh, platform to share your experience and everything there in the uh, UPSL. And it's, it's just neat to get really that, um, I guess, eye-opening or inside look at kind of what goes on behind the scenes in some of these leagues because, you know, we've been following it and everything for the last year now, but um, hadn't really gotten to – to hear about the ins and outs. So obviously, you know, every league is going to have areas that they can improve on. And, uh, you know, it was just, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and just being real honest sure. and open about you. what your experience was. Yeah, are there any Thank you. I, I, no, or, I yeah, yeah. I'd love to just give you any, any, any final thoughts or anything like that for uh, this evening or, or whatever, before we let you go. Um, for, well, for, for, for our season, now, we're pretty much done for the fall. So, you know, it's a, uh, I mean, I wish the teams that are, are in the league, you know, I wish them well. Um, I wish them a tremendous season. Um, I know what they go through. I know what they do and how much work they put in it to, 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 to put a, a good product out there. It's not easy, guys. It's mm -hmm. not easy. So, you know, my hat's off to them. Um, the only thing I can tell them is uh, want to tell them um, is, you know what, uh, speak up. You know, don't be afraid to speak up. It's, 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 it's nothing wrong of speaking up. You know, um, what I've said here, uh, I haven't lied anything about this. This is these, these are everything that's been happening throughout the seasons with us, you know, and, and uh, I certainly hope that UPSO learns from this and, 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 and realizes this. And another thing is, if it took me to put a press release out there and it took a very established name, Samba FC San Antonio, one of the founders here in Texas, everybody knows Samba, but if it took eye opening for the league and stuff like that to, to, to help and realize, Hey, you know, okay. So, you know, we're not bad. We're not bad people. UPSL is not bad people, but you know what guys, uh, let's invest more in the, in, 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 in the owners and the teams. Simple as that. And if, it, if they understand that, and if they do that, then I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Of course, I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming back anymore, but I'm happy. And, you know, <laughs> I'll be never glad to be never. That's, that's my, uh, my thing here. Never say yeah, never. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's another chapter that that's closed. Right. Uh, you just move on and you learn from it. And I hope the, the other party learns from it too. And uh, we just move forward. You know, my, my goal is Samba FC. That's it. You know, and, and I'll always speak for my players and speak for my club. And, and, and if I feel that we're being done wrong, certain things, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut, you know, right. People here in San Antonio know damn well that it's <laughs> you like me or you hate me. You know, it's either a black or white situation with me. I'm not the type of person that will put my tail between my legs and just say, okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. If, if you do something great and I like, hell, you know. But if you do something that you say that you're, you're supposed to do and you don't do it, and then it just drags on and drags on, you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. And, and so, that is one thing, John, that I'll say that I've always got about you and I got to give you kudos for is your first priority was always those boys. And, and you didn't mm -hmm. care who it was that was, you know, whether it was me or whether it was somebody else or, you know, if it was something and it was to benefit those boys, you always put them first. And that always took priority. And that that's what well, any good coach should do. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that, that's another thing with our media. You know, we never hide anything. We, we get our ass kicked. We, we, that score that we got our ass kicked with runners what was that 10 to one or something like that or 14 to one i can't remember what the score is i'm trying to i mean i've been to my therapist about it a couple of times it was over at half i was there it was over at half and... was it a baker's dozen i don't i don't know but uh, 
you know, we we posted the score, everything. We don't have, just have the speed that you guys just didn't have. And, and <laughs> no, just, they're they're no. the runners for a reason. Just you no, know. but if you if if we play them on Xbox, you should see ours. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the FIFA rating? <laughs> I think right now we're higher than runners in the FIFA rating. That's for sure. Um, because we grabbed some of their players for FIFA for Xbox. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're always transparent, you know, and, and that's one thing about certain clubs that I didn't, I, I don't understand why, you know, they only post when they win. They only post when certain things happen. Hey, I, we, we posted everything. And then I think Harry um, responded to one of our texts when of, of the massive disgusting score that we, we got killed by runners. I think he, he kind of bowed to us and said, Hey, that's respect. That's kudos for, it's not fun to post something like that, but um, I think, I think it was Harry or I don't yeah. know. If, was that you, Harry? I, I post quite a bit because my biggest frustration in trying to cover find results, this league is finding the results and, it's discussions I've had with Matt. It's discussions I've had with Brent. It's discussions I've had with you. It's discussions I've had with Alamo City. Is if as a fan, as as you know, obviously, you know, I've yeah, I've kind of adopted UPSL as my baby. You know, as part of, of part of working on, on you know, SA Roundtable here is is to try to help promote the game, just like you do, you know, with, with, with your team here, I try to do it on, you know, for the San Antonio area teams. Um, and I include Bernie, even though they play in a park, but we're not calling them out um, <clears throat> uh, for that here. But uh, to me, having that social media aspect, whether it's positive or negative, it gets your name out there. And that, right. and that's why, you know, you've done that even before, um, you know, under your previous name, uh, you know, you had, you, you know, you are always great on the social media. And, um, that's something that I think UPSL and, and I do think, you know, you know, you know, both Matt and Brent and, um, you know, I'm sure the higher ups, you know, with UPSL, will you know, we'll, we'll look at the situation to see what they could do to, you know, you know, you know, to avoid this in the future. Cause it's, it's not a good look on anybody's side. You know, it's, you know, it, it hurts your team and in, in, in what you're looking to accomplish. Um, but it depends what that next page is too. So, um, yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, you know, I don't have any ill will towards anybody over at UPSL, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, like I said, it was kind of rip off the bandaid and move on. Um, and, um, I, I just could not go through another season like this. Uh, and, and plus from what I heard, they were not interested in having me next year because an owner here in, 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 in the heart division told me that they were told by a conference manager that um, we were not coming back, that they were not going to accept us. Even though I've sent emails three months ago saying we were coming back and they acknowledged that, hey, great, we're, ha- we're glad to have you back. So that kind of said to myself, you know, hey, uh, two-faced here. I mean, you know what? It's time. It's just time. I, that other, other owner had no reason to lie. You know, and, 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 uh, so, but, uh, hey, the UPSL got what they wanted. I'm, I'm not there anymore. I got what I wanted. Peace of mind moving forward, opening a new chapter and, and looking forward to, uh, our youth team plan and looking forward to our women's next year and, and, and building something with the men, you know, with, with the new academy. So I will say I'm excited if the women do go to the WPSL, um, with the other teams that's in the area, you know, uh, and I think I've been to two uh, matches between you and Alamo city. And, and those were always fun matches, uh, you know, uh, there. And like I said here, so I am hoping that, that, you know, at least with the women, you know, that, that you do continue on, 
because uh, I do think that was an important role uh, that that you played, uh, you know, in San Antonio this year. And, and like I said here, um, you know, I'm assuming we'll try to reach out to uh, UPSL to see um, kind of plans future, uh, not only just for the men, but just for, you know, for the ladies uh, next year, as far as to see what the plans are uh, for that. But uh, uh, any other questions you have, Rafa, for, for Samba? Oh, is Rafa there? I know. I feel bad for Rafa. He's just kind of in. Rafa, you there? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, Rafa, I was kind of interested. Okay, so I talk about censor. Are they censoring you too, Rafa? What, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just soaking it all in right now. Rafa's I, I, I not on mute. I, actually, no. I, I had him on mute. I'm, I, I didn't tell Scott. It was all me. <laughs> I know how John feels about, I guess, the leagues because I went through the same uh, stuff this year with WDOA. So I I, yeah. uh, I could see you over there, Rafa, just like kind of biting your cheek a little bit, like oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me tell you, I, I think I think the visual of Rafa would be much better if he just changed that flag to a Leon flag. Uh, <laughs> Jose left. We were hoping you wouldn't notice if we just threw Rafa in there. You know, you'd just see the flag and you'd still think well, Jose was with us. It, 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 you guys kept cutting to this guy, and I thought he was just like hacking himself in our interview or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I would see like a five second shot of his. I'm like, does that look like Rafa? Why is he? Oh, and then he's gone. You know, I'm like, so, but uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know guys. Maybe we'll just have to buy this guy a drink or, 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 or <laughs> this well, guy think... did not say a word, man. And then, you know, <laughs> Harry keeping that mute button on. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think we'll do a San Antonio FC episode tomorrow just with uh, how involved we got and everything. Not that I wanted to cut you short or anything. It was a great discussion. And, again, I appreciate you coming on. But I'll be talking to Harry and Rafa after this show and uh, be looking for an announcement, guys. But possibly be doing a, a San Antonio FC show uh, tomorrow evening. And we'll go ahead and do two this week. And, and this will be special just for you, John. You can't say we never did anything for you here at the round table. No, I mean, uh, let me tell you something. I was going through withdrawals. I mean, I, I'm normally on for, what, 8.52, right? Eight minutes and 52 seconds. I was looking at my watch, and after that, I'm like, holy cow, I'm only used to speaking that time. I'm like, I'm trying to find words, you know, to, to speak here. So, so it, 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 was, it was nice to be on. But, again, before we go, you guys always do a great job, man. It's, it, it, it's a pleasure uh, that you guys give a platform to, to for, you know, coaches and teams regard you know a higher level or, or, or lower level to speak i mean um you guys certainly have grown and have become more professional and 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 uh it's just it's just great and, and you guys shown a lot of love to samba compared to other media outlets and, and it's been great to have you um support us um it's always been great we look you know we, we like to see uh, didn't I give you guys a Samba shirt? Shouldn't you be wearing it every now and then to a show? Or I mean, I, I wear mine. I tore it though, but I'll, I'll, I'll wear it next episode, Coach. R.I.P. Oh, well, it, it did tear. It did tear. I work. I work out. You know. Uh, well, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think we'll just have to start buying the the the, the heavier shirts for you. So um, yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if I stopped wearing a small, I don't know. It's it's either me wearing a small or you need better shirts. I, I don't know. But, um, tell uh, tell you know, guys, we're gonna have a. a, a um, a scarf out. We will do a scarf. I'm telling you, I want to have a scarf. You, you keep saying that, man. I know. I'm but not you, calling you out, but, you know, this is what, three, three, three seasons and you keep saying you're going to have one. 
Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, if you guys want to sponsor us, we would love to put your logo on there. I mean, you know. <laughs> but, uh, we, but in the uh, we may have something in the works now, too, Coach Rex wrote, when it comes to a uh, scarf. You may not be the yeah. only one with a scarf up your sleeve. Really? Yeah. We, uh, we are you going to beat me to it? Exciting announcement to tomorrow, buddy. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, you're going to beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm be going home like, you know, as a roughneck scarves or whatever, you know, you know, hey, if you want to sponsor us, come sponsor us. But, uh, you know, hey, I need to get my Samba scarf. Bam. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get them out, guys. So, hey, anyways, I know you guys got to do you got to go. You guys got cover SA, uh, SAFC and all that stuff. And uh, Rafa, don't be silenced. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, I feel your pain because I know I, I felt the same way the last two years. WDOA. So, I mean, I can go on and on just like you. So I know how you tomorrow, tomorrow's show, I just want to see you, the Rafa show. <laughs> and then let them call in and be in the little box. <laughs> in the so. little box. <laughs> All anyway, right, Coach. Well, as so always. Thank you so much for having me. And, and uh, you know, uh, God bless. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, I might like my door's always open if you got to, you know, give, us, give me a call and stuff like that. But, hey, I want to thank you again for for showing us the love for Samba and, and, and all that stuff. So maybe down the road, if you want to have some of our, um, some of our um, youth boys on your show, um, you know, uh, something like, I know something new. I don't think you've ever done that, but um, who knows down the road, I'm already plugging in for you guys. So maybe. <laughs> but to but say, anyway. did we just get a marketing expert here. Or like uh, are you, you're looking, you need another hat to wear or what? Cause we, we kind of have some here, man. If you're yeah, that's another thing. We don't have hats. And <laughs> Chuggy, we got a hat. So. Yeah, we're, we're we're behind on a couple couple apparel. I mean, okay, guys, a round so, table I'll, hat. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, man. All, All right. right, enjoy the night. Really and uh, Samba fans, we're still here, so thank you so much. Talk to you later. Appreciate it, coach. Okay, bye bye. All right, Coach. Well, that was Coach Rex wrote Again, uh, loved having him on and just kind of getting that inside look there uh, for Samba and the UPSL. Uh, but obviously, ran a little bit over on time for that. So um, what do you guys think? Are y'all cool with doing a San Antonio FC show at uh, 8.30 tomorrow evening? Does that give you time, Harry, to get off work? It'll be close. but uh, 9, 9 o'clock? Yeah, it'll be close. So we'll, we'll, we'll play it at 8.30, and I may walk in and, you know, like John – Oh, okay. So now uh, you get to make the run there. So yeah, I'll, I'll bring <laughs> in my walk-up music. Dun, 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 dun. No. Uh, I'll be the unprofessional one as always. But uh. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll do another show tomorrow evening with uh, San Antonio FC. But as always, this is the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. We out.